Welcome to the Menopause Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Willis, author of Cookie Dough in the Dark and Vibrant Living with Tanya. Menopause is like going through puberty again. Your body is changing, your hormones are shifting, but instead of being a lost teenager, it's the perfect opportunity to reinvent your life and take stock of your emotional, mental, and physical well-being. Gain wisdom, be empowered, and learn the strategic skills and the inner work that can be done simply so that the last half to third of your life is vibrant and amazing. Subscribe and share this podcast with your gal pals, and thank you for joining me. Hello, everybody. This is Tanya from Vibrant Living with Tanya, Menopause Made Easy, and author of Cookie Dough in the Dark. And today we're going to talk about how to maximize fat burn to lose belly fat, boost energy, and live vibrantly. And let me tell you, there's a lot of information I'm going to unpack today, and then we're going to spend some time over this year diving in deeper. I'm going to share with you some of my struggles so that you know that you are not alone in this adventure. So as you know, I have a lifestyle habit approach to living living vibrantly and losing fat, not a diet or quick fix approach because I tried those for many years and they do not work long term. One thing that we really need to pay attention to is our metabolism. And I'm sure you've heard that your metabolism slows as you age. And although this statement is partly true because we are losing muscle mass as we age, unless you're lifting weights, my friends, we are less metabolically active. But the great news is, is that we have control over our weight, energy, and health. And we have to stop blaming our age and menopause, etc., and accepting defeat. That is just not what we want to be doing. Instead, we must empower ourselves and take control of our health, our vitality, and our waistline. I help women over the age of 40 release weight and enjoy their menopause adventure. Ready to lose fat or maintain what you have. Remember, not all of us want to lose fat. I am in the camp of maintaining what I have with a perhaps slight reduction would be nice, but I'm not looking to lose weight. It's more the belly fat. And as we dive into this, there is a major distinction between waist and belly or weight, sorry, and belly fat. So I know that if I improve my metabolic health, I will feel more confident around food and in control and sail more easily through menopause. And I know that is the same for you too. Metabolic flexibility means that your body's metabolism, so that's the rate at which you burn calories, right, is flexible and can use whatever fuel is available, uh, whether that comes from food such as carbohydrates, proteins, or fat, or the stored fuel in your body. So I'm going to jump in, jump into this for a moment here, okay? Over the years, I've really talked about, are you a sugar burner or a fat burner? And a lot of us, including myself, have fallen into more of the sugar burning uh, mode. And again, I'll explain that in a second. So think of yourself as a car, okay? You're a car and your body can burn carbs, which is sugar, 
energy, which is your gas. Okay. So my carb, sugar, energy is my gas and my fat energy is my electric fuel. The fat is what is stored on my body. This should be a transition that is seamless, just like a hybrid car. So we should be able to burn fat and sugar and switch back and forth and not really know what's, you know, what's happening here. So when you drive a hybrid car, right, it runs on gas, the gas runs out, it switches over to electric, and we don't even realize what's happened. It's seamless, and that's what we want for our bodies. But we have trained our bodies to use carbohydrates. This is the immediate fuel. And when it runs out, it is not tapping into the stored fat cells. And instead, you get some signs and symptoms to eat to refuel yourself, which I'll dive into shortly. Really, this is such an important point to take home. And this is why weight is often irrelevant. Because as you get older, you can lose muscle mass and gain fat and stay the exact same weight, but you start to feel puffy and thicker and you have more belly fat. And I know that belly fat, you want to keep your waist under 35 inches for health reason, does, um, does affect your health. And it also affects how you feel. So as we go along this process, we really want to teach our bodies how to tap into the stored fat. And our bodies love carbohydrates as a fuel source, which is kept in our bloodstream or liver where it is stored. Okay. And it is the preferred source of energy for many of us. And our bodies have forgotten how to tap into our fat reserves, which are endless. We have an endless amount of fat on us. Most of us do anyway. And we need to tap back into that fat, get it out of this fat cell for our energy. So just to take this off of fat for a moment and carbohydrates, just think about when you were a teenager in your 20s and you're playing, uh, maybe you played, let's just make it up, uh, hockey and badminton, okay? And then you gave up badminton for 30 years. And you again think, oh, in my 50s, I'll start to play. Well, you're going to be rusty right? And you're going to have to practice how to play badminton again. And that's all that we're going to be doing is practicing how to get our bodies to use fat again, because it's very good at using carbohydrates. So there's this term and it's called metabolically flexible. And when you are metabolically flexible, you are switching between your carb sugar stores energy and your fat stores. Okay, you're switching back and forth and you have energy all day long. You can switch back and forth between carbs and fat for fuel. You can skip meals. Oh, and I want to do a dive into this because this is not about skipping meals when you're hungry. This is about not having to eat every two hours because you feel hangry. So there is a difference. You have less hunger because you're being more satisfied off of your fats. Uh, stores, you have less cravings, you have more control over your food choices, and you can lose weight, stored fat, belly fat more easily and have less chance of disease, which is one of the super important things to me because I want to live vibrantly and not take any pills. I don't take any now and I don't want to. 
So when you are metabolically inflexible, you have low energy, you feel sluggish, you can't skip meals, you get into that hangry feeling, your cravings are out of control, it's harder to control your food choices, you can't lose weight, it's very stubborn, you can't let go of that belly fat, and if you do lose weight, it's short term or it's very hard to maintain because you've probably gone on a diet, you've lost weight, you can't keep up with your, your habits, and then the weight starts to come back on. So this metabolic syndrome occurs a lot in women over the age of 40. A lot of women over the age of 40 are very metabolically inflexible. And five signs of this are abdominal obesity, high blood pressure, high blood sugar, which means you could be pre-diabetic or diabetic, high triglycerides, and low HDL cholesterol. If you have three to five of those, you may have some metabolic syndrome, which is completely reversible. It is reversible with your lifestyle habits. And I'm going to share some of those with you today. And then we're going to do a deeper dive. And remember, let's take a breath, everybody. <sighs> This is not something you just dive into. We start with awareness. We figure out where we are right now. And then we pick the easiest thing to work on to move forward. And we take our time and we don't panic. Okay. Because I have done that before. And so have many of my clients and people that come see me. They call me up. They're like, Tony, I need to lose this weight right now. And weight loss cannot be an emergency, and I'll do an episode on that at one time too. Okay, so the five pillars of metabolic flexibility are nutrition. So we're going to spend all year dialing into nutrition, movement, muscle mass, sleep, and stress. All right, so let's just talk about some nutritional problems today, and then I'm going to give you some solutions and we will just see where we take it from here. So nutritional problems are a high carbohydrate diet. And what does this mean? This means that there is too much alcohol or juice, pop, chips, crackers, pasta, bread, muffins, pastries, candy in your diet, okay? And let me tell you something, it does not have to be a lot. I have been doing some investigative research on myself because every once in a while I take little steps, I do what I can handle, and then I'll do another little step. I don't go off the deep end and change everything because it doesn't last. So I'm in the, 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 the mode right now of just doing a little more investigative research and I still have too many simple carbohydrates in my diet. Remember we did an episode simple versus complex carbohydrates. Complex carbohydrates are things that we want in our diet, but again, we have to make sure they're balanced with our protein and our fat. Okay. So just be aware, where are you right now? What are some simple tweaks you can start to make? And I have a 30 day added sugar detox, which is an amazing place to start because let me tell you, there is so much added sugar 
uh, in everything we eat, that you can make some simple tweaks and drop a ton of sugar in your diet without drastically changing anything. So I'll put the link below. Eating too much food. Oh, my hand is up. Okay. Large portions. I eat, I eat too much food. Um, and so I have been working on that. Uh, low fiber. We're not getting enough vegetables in our diet and healthy fruits. Our meal frequency means that we're constantly feeding our bodies. We've been told like to have breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, dinner, snack. Whoa, too much food, too much food, too much eating. Okay. We're constantly refeeding the body, which means we're constantly just feeding those sugar stores and you never get to tap into your fat energy because your body's just always burning this immediate sugar. Meal timing. So when we eat late night snacking, which I know a lot of people have issues with, and uh, you cannot do a fast um, or you have a lot of trouble with a fast because you're eating too late at night and then you eat in the morning. So we'll, we'll head into that as well. What are some nutritional, nutritional fixes that you can start to uh, implement? We can start to control our carb intake. So again, maybe just start to notice how many carbs you're eating in a day, your toast in the morning, your juice, um, you know, pasta, sandwich bread, rolls, just start to be aware and then do a little um, Google search and see how many carbs are in those items. This will be eye-opening. Or do my 30-day added sugar detox where I give you so much information because a lot of this is mindset work on how to start shifting away from carbohydrates. Another nutritional fix would be portion control and really focusing on high-fiber diet, which means getting those vegetables into your diet. Fewer meals, which means less snacking. Okay, so we're gonna decrease your meal frequency and we're gonna have to work through your hangry. We're gonna have to um, get that feeling of being able to sit in discomfort. So this is some habits, some mindset shift work again. Meal timing to enjoy your carbs earlier in the day right? So if you are going to eat your carbohydrates, getting them earlier in the day and also eating them at the last part of your meal. So those are two little tricks right there that you can start to do. Eliminate this after dinner eating, which I guarantee you is not about hunger. It's about boredom. It's a habit. It's a trigger. And these are things that we work on in my coaching program because these sound easy, but then when you go to implement them long-term, you can start to see some of the mindset shifts that we need to make. And also to reassure you that you are making progress. We're not thinking about perfection here. And then we want to learn how to extend our overnight fast. So simply by just stop eating after dinner, you can extend this overnight fast where you start to burn these sugars off and get into your fat stores. So when I was in my 20s and 30s, and even now, ooh, not as bad, 
but I still have to watch it. I crave sugar and carbs, typically between three and five, but I did an episode on this. Uh, I don't remember what episode, just sec, what episode was this that we did? And we, I talked about, um, let's see, just secy here. Uh, number six, the three to five crash. So you can go back to episode number six and get some information on that. Okay. Now I just need to go back to where I was here. Okay. So craving carbs and sugars around three to five is a really good indication that you're in a sugar burning mode. As I said, you're going to struggle with weight loss, even when restricting calories, because you need to make sure you're doing this slowly and not drastically drop your calories. Okay. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, if you feel you need to eat every couple of hours, indication that you're a sugar burner, you don't feel in control of your eating, you get hungry, you may be pre-diabetic or, diabet or diabetic, you have low energy and you feel hungry even after eating. Okay, so that, there, there are some, sorry, let's just rewind here. When we're talking about your metabolic flexibility, we're just focusing on the nutrition today, the nutrition part of this. So there's five pillars. We'll talk about more of them later. So the five pillars were nutrition, movement, muscle mass, sleep, and stress. We covered a lot of information today. So again, you can have those nutritional problems. Okay. I gave you some nutritional fixes and I gave you some signs that you are perhaps stuck in being a sugar burner. And the idea here is that we want to work on restoring our metabolic flexibility so that we can start to tap into the stored fat on our bodies. Okay, we want to tap into the stored fat and stop putting food in our bodies and burning the immediate sugars. So I really hope that is hitting home. Think of your body as a car carbs, sugars are your gas, and the electric part of your body is the fat stores. And if we keep filling the tank with gas, we're not going to be able to turn on the fat burning potential in our bodies. And therefore, we will not decrease the belly fat on our body. Take a breath and figure out what carbs you're eating now, have a look at your portion. Are you eating enough fiber? How much are you snacking? Are you eating after dinner? What can you start to do? And here's the best question of all, which I should have started with. Do you even want to do this? Maybe you don't want to do any of it and you're okay with being diabetic. You're okay with feeling sluggish and low energy all day. You are okay with perhaps not sleeping well because you eat late at night and you have indigestion or you wake up between three and five because you're trying to, your body's trying to burn off these sugars. Maybe you're okay with struggling with weight loss or feeling out of control around food or feeling hungry all the time. Maybe you're okay with that and that's okay. You can stay exactly as you are, but then let go 
of berating yourself and always thinking that you need to change because I've given you some very clear steps on what you need to do to start burning off those sugars to start getting into that stored fat. And when you start to do that, you will see a decrease in your belly fat. Okay, and obviously we're gonna talk about movement and muscle mass and sleep and stress, which are other things that you can start to do. So stay tuned for those episodes. And in the meantime, ask for help. If you need help, get some help. That is why I'm here. I have 30 years experience in the health and fitness field. I have 30 years experience working with women. I am a woman myself and I have my struggles, which I'm very open with you. And this is not about perfection. This is about progress and it's about getting accountability and support to understand the things that you want to do so that you don't feel lost or frustrated or overwhelmed and to give you some peace. So there's no, there's no shame in asking for help and investing in your health and getting what you want out of your life. Okay. And living vibrantly. I offer you know, so many exercise programs. I have a vibrant living online studio where I offer live classes. And, and if you miss the live classes, you can always do the replay. I have coaching calls every single Monday that really help you work through these mindset issues, these nutritional issues, because as I've mentioned a hundred times, you are a product of your habits. That's all you are. You are a product of your habits. And if you want to change long-term, then you need to slowly start to shift these habits. And it's not a race. It's slowly implementing these tiny shifts that over time will make a huge difference. All right. So I'm going to wrap that up and I will see you in the next episode. I won't see you, but I'm just going to imagine you're all there just listening so intently to me and just really having a plan because I leave you with very practical steps every episode of what you can do to move forward so that you can live more vibrantly and enjoy this second half of your life uh, to its fullest. Okay, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. 